an anonymous tip Tuesday afternoon led to the discovery of a missing water quality monitoring device that was submerged in late August in the Big Hole River near Dewey. The device, worth more than $10,000, was found stashed in streamside willows about 10 feet above the water line. Wade Fellon, a lodge owner, fishing outfitter, and organizer of Save Wild Trout, found the device, known as a sound, after receiving an anonymous tip. The tip followed publicity earlier this week about the missing sound and its value. Scientist Kyle Flynn, a PhD, was hired by Save Wild Trout. He says there is no way it broke loose and washed ashore. From what Wade indicated, it was found in the middle of a willow tree with all six zip ties cut. The stones are not buoyant and will sink if someone had dislodged them from their block anchors. That's why we snorkeled the sites when we searched for the device, end quote. Rainfall totals varied from about a half an inch to slightly more than two inches between Tuesday evening and midday Wednesday. The Flathead County Sheriff rescinded a pre-evacuation notice for the East Fork Fire near Olney. The fire posed a potential threat to properties near Highway 93. The Sheriff's Office said the evacuation notice could return if fire activity picks up again in coming days. The Confederated Salish and Kootenai tribes have also rescinded a closure. Flathead and Sanders counties are moving from stage two fire restrictions to no restrictions as of Friday. At least eight people in Montana have been infected by West Nile virus in recent weeks, including three Yellowstone County residents. That's according to Riverstone Health. Two of the Yellowstone County West Nile virus patients are hospitalized with several diseases that affected the brain or other parts of the neurological system. As of August 25th, the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services had reported cases of West Nile virus in humans in Carbon, Yellowstone, Rosebud, Richland, Dawson, and Macomb counties. West Nile virus is most commonly transmitted to humans by mosquitoes. The most effective prevention is to avoid mosquito bites. Most people who become infected with West Nile virus experience no symptoms. Some develop a mild illness called West Nile fever, which may last three to six days. Generally, no treatment is needed. Other individuals, fewer than one out of 150, may develop symptoms of encephalitis or meningitis. While uncommon symptoms of severe West Nile virus can include high fever, headache, neck stiffness, stupor, disorientation, coma, tremors, convulsions, muscle weakness, vision loss, numbness, and paralysis. These symptoms could last several weeks. Gabriel Metcalf caught the attention of Billings Police in early August when police started getting reports about his armed patrols near Broadwater Elementary School. 
On the 2nd of August, police started getting calls about a man walking outside with a large firearm outside of his home on Broadwater Avenue. For the next two weeks, Billings Police received similar reports, and on several occasions, officers reportedly communicated with Metcalf that his actions were concerning to his neighbors and school officials across from his home. A Billings Police Department sergeant with the school resource office talked to him on August 15th, during which time he refused to agree to not walking outside with his gun during school hours. On the 17th, members of the Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms Agency called Metcalf after he reportedly requested to speak with a federal officer. On Tuesday, the 22nd, Metcalf was arrested in his home. An affidavit said Metcalf denied any prescription or illegal drug use and said he was not experiencing mental health issues. Metcalf claims he patrols regularly to protect himself and his mother from groups and individuals who wish them harm. Metcalf said he researched Montana gun laws and believed he was acting within his rights as a Montana citizen. He also added he did not want to hurt kids and only patrolled to prevent crime from happening to him. During a call with ATF agents, the affidavit said Metcalf described what he believed to be several instances of threatening behavior, prompting him to exercise what he called his Second Amendment rights. A Swan Valley environmental group says it has found more evidence that Forest Service road closures are often ineffective and the resulting illegal road use threatens Montana fish and wildlife. Recently, the Swan Valley Coalition published a 2022 survey of more than 300 closed roads on the Flathead National Forest. It found a third to half of them had berms, boulders, and gates that were illegally breached by motorized vehicles. The finding contradicts the Flathead Forest claim of 92% effectiveness by the closures. The Forest Service uses gates to close a majority of the roads, but the survey found the gates are frequently breached. About one-third of the 110 gates surveyed showed signs of motor vehicle use behind the gate. The issue of ineffective road closures is important because the Forest Service uses road mileage and density data to justify the building of additional roads for logging projects in habitat frequented by elk, wolverines, and grizzly bears. None of these species survive well in areas with too many motorized vehicles zooming around, but the Forest Service doesn't account for illegal road use in its numbers. It ended up approving more traffic. In addition, culverts under closed roads aren't maintained, so illegal road use can sediment to enter streams and culverts blocking fish passage. Lawmakers in Washington, D.C. have held their first Senate hearing on the Blackfoot Clearwater Stewardship Act. Authored by Montana Senator John Tester, it would add 80,000 acres of new wilderness areas in the state. 
the act would sustain economic development and recreational use of the national forest and in Montana's Bob Marshall, Mission Mountain, and Scapegoat Wilderness areas. Proponents say it would designate a new area for recreation, safeguard critical tributaries of the Blackfoot and Clearwater Rivers, and protect public lands and waterways. Bill enjoys strong bipartisan support. Critics say it contains too many special interest carve-outs by designated currently protected land into snowmobile and mountain bike areas and opens roadless areas for logging companies to bulldoze and clear cut. A recent public land survey found 84% of Montanans support the act, which has been in the work for some years. The Blackfoot watershed is a habitat for bears, moose, deer, elk, and wolverines. A man and a woman accused in a large-scale multi-state drug investigation centered on the Crow Indian Reservation have admitted to trafficking methamphetamine, according to U.S. Attorney Jeffy Laslovich. 37-year-old Darlin Richard Lefthand pleaded guilty to possession with intent to distribute meth he faces a mandatory minimum sentence of 10 years in prison, a $10 million fine, and five years of supervised release. Frederica Lefthand of Lodgegrass, a co-defendant, pleaded guilty on August 23rd to possession with intent to distribute meth and to conspiracy to commit money laundering. Frederica faces a mandatory minimum of 10 years to life in prison, a $10 million fine, and again, five years of supervised relief. U.S. District Judge Susan Waters presided in that trial. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in now 51 U.S. states and Canadian provinces, three Native American nations in 31 countries on six continents. We also post expanded versions of our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.